So before we jump into today's episode, we have an incredible offer to help you get the results that you deserve and not only get them, but also keep them. And we just realized so many people are struggling, especially when it comes to nutrition, you know, how many meals a day, you know, just how many calories, like, you know, just what about cheat days? Like there's so much misinformation out there, even on top of the workout side of things, it can be very confusing as you all know. So we have an incredible offer. We're looking to take on five people at a discounted rate. Yes, is this is a paid coaching program, but I guarantee you it's going to be something that's going to pay off in the long run so much more than your investment. And we're really excited to take on five of you awesome people. So send us a message with the keyword real results to our Instagram. Our Instagram is Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. If you have been thinking about coaching and you've just been struggling and not feeling your best and not having the greatest confidence and self-esteem and you just finally want to get the results they deserve, that's what this offer is for you. And it is discounted and it's not going to last very long. So send us that message. Take action now. We love to reward action takers. We're so excited to help you out. So looking forward to talking to you. Cheers into the episode. What a do podcast crew. It's your coach and host Josh here with his co-host and co-coach KG. And this is the fit, healthy, and most of all happy podcast. And we're going to try something new today. I mean, we switched up the intro, so why not get a little bit crazy here? We're going to be covering two very popular diets. You've probably seen these on TikTok, on YouTube, on articles, wherever it may be. And we're going to kind of let you know what they are. We're going to put them up against each other um, and kind of say the perks and cons of each diet. So before we get into this, we're not a big fan of necessarily subscribing to one diet, whether it be military, Mediterranean, keto, anything like that. It's not what I'm going to give the average person. I'm not going to say, hey, you got to do keto. You got to do high carb. You need to that's not really how it works. You know, science has shown most people do best by kind of being at an accurate amount of calories, being in some degree of a deficit, utilizing the 80-20 rule, which is where you eat 80% good, hearty, healthy, good for you foods, and 20% you have a little bit of fun. I find that's going to be most sustainable, and that's going to work long time. Of course, you're going to lose a lot of weight if you go on a juice cleanse and you only drink juice, and the reason for that is because you're having way less calories you're having way less food volume, but you're going to end up starving yourself, being miserable, having no protein, maintaining no muscle and feeling like garbage. So saying so, I do think there's a lot of theories and thoughts and tools you can take from each style of diet that you could go ahead and apply into your lifestyle to see success. So these are going to be really valuable episodes. I think this is going to be a ton of fun and super informative. So if you do enjoy this episode, please do let us know, you know, message us on Instagram, at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, and or, you know, feel free to leave a review. It means the world, and we'll do more of these. But without further ado, we're going to jump into it. So what the heck is the military diet, first of all, Kyle? Yeah, so the military diet, I honestly, I couldn't believe just how many views. Like, we, we spent a lot of time looking at, you know, views and just what people search and stuff to try to bring a lot of value to you guys as well. Because, hey, if a lot of people are searching it, there's, uh, you know, going to be lots of people probably trying it out, right? So uh, with all that being said, a military diet, essentially, essentially is uh, to start off like three days of just like complete depletion, I guess you could say, and then you go back to regular eating for four days. Um, what's crazy is that like it has wild claims, right? So essentially it says you'll lose 10 pounds in three days, you know, which is obviously quite a, quite a bold claim. And like, you know, we'll go into the cons later on, but just to give you a little bit more insight and everything like that. So essentially like the diet will restrict you from about 1400 calories to 1200 and then to 1100. And it has a lot of like random things such as like grapefruit, bananas, apples, like there's hot dogs in there. Like, first of all, I really despise meal plans. So this alone is just one of the biggest things that I just really dislike is just they're, they're, they're more or less random. Like they include vanilla ice cream, like cottage cheese, like, and, and what's crazy is like the views on some of these videos, like one 
one of our you know good friends, uh, YouTuber Paul Ravello, his favorite or his biggest YouTube video is what is the military diet and stuff because I think a lot of people are interested in it because you hear these crazy things like lose 10 pounds in three days, right? Um, and a lot of people don't realize like this diet actually doesn't relate to how people eat in the military. So maybe they just added that in to make it sound uh, a little bit more intense, but yeah, there's cottage cheese, there's carrots, there's, you know, a lot of cool things, but a lot of random things as well, right? You know, I like how there are some fruits and veggies, but, you know, to jump into it, like one of the biggest things, so I'm going to start with the pro of this diet. Um, and there's only really one thing is it could be beneficial for weight loss. And the reason I'm saying this, I need to add a bunch of different asterisks here is that momentum could be good once you start to see the numbers go down, right? You know, let's say you're in a lower deficit and you know, everything's starting to go down. You may be like, you know what? I'm seeing the numbers go. And I always say, once you see results, you become addicted. But once again, that's the only pro. We have so many other different things that are listed as a con, but it just like, it's one of those things that you just really have to be careful because people will be so obsessed with stuff like this. And even just like Josh already mentioned, you know, maybe we'll talk about the detoxes and the, the juice cleanses in the future as like another comparison episode is it just doesn't really do a whole lot. Like, you know, yes, you see the number go down, but then for how long, right? At some point you have to go back to regular eating. You have to be able to eat these regular foods and just go back to, I guess you could say normal life. So you know, that is one thing to really consider. So, you know, with that being said, that's the only, I guess, pro you could say. And then obviously when it comes down to the cons, you want to, you want to jump into some of the cons or? Absolutely. So first thing I always recommend to people is don't just do something because it's trendy. You know, obviously take the time to read it and research it and to learn about it. Military diet sounds killer. Um, just as a lot of things sound really good, like keto sounds amazing. You know, I'm on the paleo diet. That's why I look so lean. And also remember correlation is not causation, right? So <clears throat> Kyle looks amazing. You know, he's like, yo, bro. I'm like, how do you do it? He's like, I don't eat eggplants, bro. It changed everything for me. You know, it's not like that's going to be the factor that works for everything. Just because someone thing works for some one person doesn't mean it will necessarily work in your lifestyle. You know, I like keto as an example because it is a diet that shows a high level of success. It definitely does work. However, it's extraordinarily restrictive and it's very hard to maintain those terms. To have that low amount of carbs is almost impossible. Like most people don't realize they're easily having 150 to 300 grams of carbs a day without much effort, right? So to really have none and to fit into those parameters when you go out with friends when you're at a wedding when you're eating at your family's house it makes it very tough and that's where a lot of these diets do struggle and the main thing with restriction and losing weight is actually having some form of sacrifice and adherence to being in a deficit to being below your normal maintenance of calories to maintain your weight so that is a big thing i kind of want to say and it was good that kyle mentioned some of the pros because obviously you know kind of being in this restriction you know it is going to work there's a lot of different kind of dieting styles that kind of mirror this and it makes it more sustainable and when something's like this it's a challenge where you're just kind of restricting your uh, daily caloric intake and you're kind of changing that across you know a few days and then you're doing normal you know it kind of makes it like oh these are my three days is grind time like i can't go to dinner on that time and that's where people probably see the benefits so you know these are just a few cautions i want to make but into the cons so you know all you've really done when you consider it is you have dehydrated your body you know once you start to eat more you're going to see your weight kind of pop up and a great example of this i'm sure a lot of us have been in a deficit if you listen to this you've been dieting you've had that one night where you went out you ate more you did all this stuff you weighed in super heavy the next day and the reason for this is food volume you know food actually weighs weight as your body breaks it down and excretes it and you know water sodium you know salt all these different things will cause you to kind of feel that so that's where dehydration you can get a 
low weight and if you don't eat and don't drink water it makes sense but you know it's also kind of a manipulated factor so that's where you can see crazy results you'd be like yo three days i'm down four pounds this is perfect and then you gain it all back and it's discouraging and i find very often those jumps are what cause people to be very discouraged and that's why with my clients i work very hard with them to you know kind of detach from the scale and learn to really utilize averages in their weigh-ins and to have consistency and you know you can kind of mirror this style of really kind of restriction followed by moderation if you think of diet breaks if you're just in a normal deficit you're losing at a normal weight you can kind of utilize a diet break you know every six to eight weeks depending on the person some people do them monthly which is for one one to two weeks where you go back to maintenance and studies have shown that yes it takes a little bit longer but there's better adherence to people that do do diets with diet breaks because you have that break saying so a lot of people aren't in enough of a deficit to kind of need that diet break if you're losing a very very small proponent of fat you're not losing a lot like you have to understand it can be tough and a lot of people also struggle my only complaint with a diet break of having that adherence to not go off the deep end it's like oh i've been eating 2,800 cows. Now I'm back to my maintenance of 34. That 34 is a loose 34. It becomes 4K. You become discouraged. You don't go back on your diet. So these are considerations to have. And this mirrors the military diet, in my opinion. That's why I've never prescribed this or recommended this to anyone per se. I can see the appeal for sure. And as I mentioned, that's the next big con. You know, a lot of people get rapid weight gain when they try to transition back to their normal life, right? Because you're kind of training yourself, starve for three days, eat normal, starve normal. Like it's, I get it's more intermittent and that's where it can be rewarding. It's like sprints versus, you know, like steady state, like jogging, right? You can be like, Hey, it's hard. I get a break hard. I get a break, but I just find, you know, it's not a great way to live life. And I really challenge people to think in the terms of diets. And I know we're specifically supposed to be covering these two, but I really want to expand everyone's thinking to, you know, eating in general for the rest of your life. Are you going to be able to stick to this 80, 20 to me works like a charm. And yes, there's times where maybe it's 20, 80 and it's just not one of those days and it's exciting i'm somewhere new or i'm celebrating an event or there's something going on and i make that conscious decision but you know 99 of the time of my year i'm on it it's easy to me i'm able to have those fun things i'm able to eat healthy and that's why you know going back to it i really do recommend it the other big you know negative of this diet in my opinion is those three days where you're in that big deficit you might feel more of the effect of being you know kind of tired of not being energized of being in that deficit you know it hits hard when you are in that deficit and it could be harder to hit your compounds you could feel weaker you could be more irritable and it's kind of tough to schedule around that you know especially if you have events or things you want to do and i find that's uh you know what can be kind of tough and that can really impact the quality of your workouts which will greatly impact your composition and your muscularity yeah, that was so well said. And even just like, I, I've always believed this, but like, I would rather someone just like consistently, let's say, look at it from a weekly perspective. If, you know, 1700 calories gets you in a deficit, having that seven days across the board, then someone having like 1000, 1000, 1000, you know, 2500, 3500, like, it just gets all confusing. And, you know, even just yeah, similar to what Josh was saying, like just to not be able to exercise on those days potentially, but between just the calories being too low and just, you know, even like one last thing is even just like a lot of times, that's why I don't love meal plans. I guess maybe we'll talk about this in a future episode, but just like the limited nutrient intake, right? Especially like diets that are just set with these meal plans that just are, are that's all you're focused on. You end up missing out on a lot of things. And that's what a lot of people don't realize with these types of things. And, you know, we can talk about vegan diets and stuff. And, you know, we'll talk about that in future episodes. Right now we're focused on the military and, uh, uh, and then the Mediterranean, but you know, all in all conclusion wise, like you really do need an exit strategy. And similar to what Josh was saying, thinking in the future, like so many people 
are short-term thinkers and that's where a lot of them end up struggling and that's why we see you know people lose weight and then gain so much more afterwards like we've always known that it's not weight loss that's a problem it's more so we weight regain and that's due to a lot of these like you know hey bold claims like you know you hear 10 pounds in three days and you're thinking holy I need to try that and you know similar to what we were saying before like it might be effective and harmless in the short term but like even just long-term adherence uh, does have associated risk and you know just once again the uh, regaining of the weight afterward and especially for people who are yeah like just reducing their intake um, on all days of the week like it can be pretty detrimental versus someone who just says hey I'm in this for the long run I'm going to trust the process I'm going to show up each day Um, it just you know it it does go a long way right so even just we always say something sounds a good a bit good to be true it usually is so I think people can try it I just I don't think it's like anything crazy beneficial and uh, you know I always look at like even just anything in life um, I think one of the greatest things you can do is like weigh out the pros and the cons and you know I'm not trying to you know, spend too much time talking about flexible dieting. But when you actually think about like the pros and the cons, like you list out the pros, there's about like 15 to 20 of them. You list out the con, there's maybe like, I don't know, I couldn't even think of one. We'll cover this in a future episode, but that's the way I look at it. Right. And um, yeah, so that's the conclusion there. Um, Not a fan, probably wouldn't try it and don't recommend it for sure. And before we jump into the next type of diet, just a reminder, make sure to follow us on Instagram, ColossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T, and send us a message with the keyword real results if you are looking to finally stop struggling, get the results that you deserve, and so much more for the rest of your life. We're so excited to hear from some of you and let's jump right into the next one. And now its next contender is the Mediterranean diet. And if you look at the Mediterranean diet, you know, what this is essentially is, you know, it's just eating around the traditional cuisines of kind of Greece, Italy, and other countries that border the Mediterranean Sea. And the goal here is to have more healthy foods in everyday life and to be intentional with foods. And you'll notice, you know, this dieting style follows a lot of parameters. You know, there's a huge list here. We're not going to get into all of them, but obviously, you know, the core of your diet, uh, you know, you're going to be beginning each and um, beginning and ending each meal with the salad you're going to be trying to add in more vegetables you're going to be utilizing a lot of nuts and olives you're also going to you know kind of switch from typical fat sources to just extra virgin olive oil Um, you know you're going to control the amounts of meat you have you're going to have no sugary beverages you're kind of going to dive into that style of eating of this area now this paleo you know which is like a hunter-gatherer diet where you're only eating things you know kind of that you would have had there are trendy because it seems very like you know it's going back to ancestry right it's like back to the olden days to the simple uh, things away from the processed foods and I think this is where a lot of the benefit can rise. You know, obviously now things are heavily processed and it's tough because I think some degree of, you know, the hate around processed food gets blown out of proportion. Sugar isn't going to kill you to have in your diet if you're having it within moderation at a reasonable level. Saying so, it's very easy to blow past that level if you're having something like a soda or something like that. Like there's a disturbing amount of sugar in that. Just like most processed foods, there's a disturbing amount of everything in that. You know, there's a lot of these random you know chemicals like subway bread was shown to have like that yoga mat formula in it you know there's trans fats you know things that are being heavily fried and manipulated there's a lot of these you know modern kind of oils that are derived from different things like corn and you know these things have shown to have an adverse effect on your health especially in extreme amounts i think to eat something and to completely cut it out to me isn't completely sustainable and it can kind of get old eating the same way however i do like the concept of structuring around this culture of eating you know i find especially 
these countries, European cultures, you know, I even thought it was really cool that, you know, for a long time, like a lot of, you know, luxury German automobiles, they wouldn't have cup holders because they didn't believe you should be bringing your drink around with you. You should be sitting and enjoying it. And I think a lot of the benefits here can come around community, around variety, around, you know, really utilizing what's available to you. You know, that concept you've probably heard from the old food charts of eating a little bit of everything in the rainbow, right? Like, obviously, you want that diversity because you're going to get more micronutrients and you're going to see more benefit from that. You're going to get different experiences. It's going to be more enjoyable. And that's where I do think this in general is a better kind of mindset. You know, even they have with alcohol to kind of substitute other alcoholic beverages for wine then obviously the benefits here are you are going to definitely limit you know some of the negatives that come with a lot of mixed drinks in particular cocktails which can be quite caloric obviously you know very weedy beers just the same that can also be another bit of an issue and making these changes where you're going to see most of the benefit is you're going to be able to have more food volume essentially and you're going to be cutting a lot of those things are actually going to be additional calories so you're going to have more food volume less calories and therefore that's why in my opinion a lot of people do lose weight that's where you can see a lot of that benefit comes from but routing back to what we said earlier you know it's kind of that effect where people will see these misnomers where they'll say hey i changed this it fixed everything but in general if you just make a habit to have more volume food in your day you don't necessarily need to be as restrictive you know if you're eating more food more vegetables more salads more healthy lean meats having more water limiting excessive alcoholic drinks all these different things you're going to lose weight you're going to feel better right we've mentioned before that a lot of people are overfed and undernourished and this diet kind of works to circumvent that and that's why you can see there are a lot of pros to this you know it's been shown to reduce heart disease metabolic symptom diabetes certain cancers depressions amongst uh, other things and just in general being in a deficit being in a lower body weight will do a lot of these things as you can see so this is where there is a ton of benefit and you know that's why even like paleo i think you can take from this you can take paleo i'm going to eat more lean meats i'm going to have more fruits i'm going to have more nuts and seeds i'm going to have fish if you're into fish like it makes sense to get away from like a lot of the garbage you know we know it's bad for us and when we make an effort to eat healthier i think it's good but where i find this diet still lacks is it is still restrictive there's still a lot of limitations and that's where you can see a lot of the negatives but compared to the first this is where i would say you know i would kind of take this mindset over the first but so i'd say it wins this battle but i wouldn't say it wins the war i wouldn't necessarily go recommending this to people either i think we can take tools from this and this culture and say i want to eat more with community i want to have it followed by a nice salad i want to have more veggies i want to lean into these lean meats and that's where you're going to see bulk of your benefit very well said and you know even just like it seems like every a lot of it's just surrounded around high quality food and like we've been talking a lot about health and stuff and all the benefits and when you actually look at the list you're like okay sweet there's nutritional value to essentially every one of these and that's where it differs from our you know common western uh type of food that a lot of people are having right now and you know the only con that i would say as well is just like there's not a whole lot when I look for it, but I think the one thing people need to be careful of is like calorie intake. So in this case, it will be way harder to go over intake, especially because you are having volume and focused on health and a lot of other things. But at the same time, you know, obviously without keeping a log and keeping track of things, you know, nuts, you can obviously say, hey, these are good for me, but then have 400 calories worth right there. You know, cheese, like even I've seen a lot of salads, like it is great to have lots of great greens and stuff, but there's a salad that you can make that's like 80 calories or then some people can make it like, 600 calories depending on what they add between walnuts and sauces and all those other things right so just be careful of that because i know some people are like oh this is healthy so it's it's perfect and everything's good and then they're not reaching their goals potentially but once again this one does make it a lot easier 
And the last thing I wanted to share was like, you know, if you do want to just incorporate some of these healthier foods, like just take one thing, you know, every week, incorporate it gradually and, uh, you know, start with the changes that you think would be easiest. But a couple other things they had said, you know, through articles I was looking at, you know, just building your meals around the veggies, beans and whole grains, eating fish at least twice a week, using olive oil instead of butter. And then um, even just the one thing I really loved was serving fresh fruit for dessert. Because if you think about it, you have strawberries, you have a couple blueberries, you know, obviously so many different benefits can be less than 100 calories but you talk about let's say you know uh, ice cream or chocolate chip cookies like it's a bit very big difference and the last thing was even with the Mediterranean way it seems like being physically active and sharing meals with loved ones is super important which I think is like a really cool takeaway that I think a lot of us need to kind of take from that but uh, yeah that's all I have I, I think it's cool I think it's a really cool concept and a lot of people could focus on some of these things and add them in but once again being able to keep an open mind to look at specific things and be like ah, eh, I'm going to take out this I'm going to add that and just have something that works for you is so important and uh, we highly recommend trying what works best for you in the long run and what you can sustainably do every single day yeah and as kyle said earlier if you want to learn how to get real results and you want to stay away from these gimmicky kind of you know fast solutions but you want to learn how to incorporate the tools and the benefits of each diet so you can have a hybrid diet that works for you that gets you continued results that isn't restrictive that's going to allow you to win in your life to have the most energy to be the most um, satisfied and to really have the understanding to continue to replicate that DM us real results to get your real results. Don't miss out on this. This is a fantastic opportunity. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. If you love this episode and you want to see more diet battles, you know I have a feeling keto is going to be next on the table. Please let us know. We'll definitely make it happen. And be sure to tune in Monday because we've got a killer episode coming.